Well, good morning. I hope you're doing well today. Post-Christmas, right? Getting ready for the new year. I hope you've enjoyed this season of time and celebration of the King of Kings and had time with family and friends. And as I've gone into the new year, as many people do often reflect and think about the coming year and what God might have in store for the coming year, goals, etc., what I might need to set, what's going on in my family. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, many years ago, God talked to me about praying for the nation, and I do that. I do that, but I don't do it all the time. As many people, I get caught up in things in life and kids and family and work and all those things. And I've been convicted going into this new year to pray for the nation very specifically and also on a regular basis, and I'm committing to do that and praying for certain people who are in those particular positions and even in ministry in those places in our capital and different places like that. I've been convicted to do that. I'm planning to do that. So I would encourage you, whatever God is convicting you of in this season, coming into this new year, listen to the Holy Spirit, what He is saying, what He is saying. God may not be calling you to pray for the nation, God may be asking you to do something else, and you need to do how he directs you in this coming season, in this coming year. What has God asked you to do in this coming season right now? What is he asking you to do? Is he asking you to do everything the same? Is he asking you to make a change? God often pushes us to make a change, and sometimes even revisiting something he's spoken to us again. Again, he's speaking the same thing, so we need to come out and do more for his kingdom. We need to pray more. We need to speak more. We need to evangelize more as he leads, as he leads, because there's always things to be done in God's kingdom. Now, I'm going to read this morning from Ezekiel, Ezekiel 23. Ezekiel 23, just a few verses, and let me find, I think it's about 23-ish. Let me find it here. No, it's 28. No, it's not 28. (laughs) Okay, it's 22. I think I'm in the wrong chapter. Hold on just a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, it's about Ezekiel 22, verse 23. And the word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, say to her, You're a land that is not cleansed or rained upon in my day, in the day of indignation. The conspiracy of her prophets in her midst is like a roaring lion tearing the prey. They have devoured human lives. They have taken treasure and precious things. They have made many widows in her midst. Her priests have done violence to my law and have profaned my holy things. They have made no distinction between the holy and the common. Neither have they taught the difference between the unclean and the clean. And they have disregarded my Sabbaths, so that I am profaned among them. Her princes in her midst are like wolves, tearing the prey, shedding blood, destroying lives to get dishonest gain. And her prophets has smeared whitewash for them, seeing false visions and divining lies for them, saying, Thus says the Lord God, when the Lord has not spoken, then the people of the land have practiced extortion and committed robbery. They have oppressed the poor and needy and have extorted from the sojourner without justice. 
And I sought for a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. And I sought for a man among them who should build up the wall and stand in the breach before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. We are living in a day and a time of extraordinary things. God is doing amazing things. But the enemy is still alive. And there's lots of evil in the world. And we can see that every day as we go off, turn on media and see what's happening in the nation, in our own lives, our own cities, our own states. We can see the evil. My question for you today is very, very simple. God said he sought for a man to build up the wall, to stand in the breach for the land, but he didn't find anyone. So my question for you is, what is God telling you to do this year? What is the Holy Spirit asking you to do? Not someone else. Not other people at work, not other people at your church or wherever group you're involved in. What does he ask you to do? Because the verse says, I found none. He didn't find anybody to stand in the breach. So I'm telling you right now, I'm making this commitment. I will stand in the breach of praying for the nation. I will do that. Because no one can stop you from praying. People can do lots of things, but they can't keep you from praying. Anybody can pray. It doesn't have to be in a big stadium. It doesn't have to be big corporate prayer. That's fine, but it doesn't have to be that. God answers all prayer. And standing in the breach isn't about being on a stage. It's about interceding. It's about standing before God. Have you ever read Daniel 9? That extraordinary prayer Daniel prays. That is a national prayer for Israel. It's a prayer of repentance. He's repenting for corporate sins of the nation. And asking God to forgive. We need to get, if we have serious, serious problems in our nation, which we do, we should get really familiar with the prayers of the Bible that deal with those kinds of things. Daniel 9, the prayer of Nehemiah, it's already in there. So I encourage you today, whatever God is asking you to do this year, you go and do it. I'm shifting my focus a little bit. No, we can't pray all the time. We have other things to do, but we can do something. We can intercede. We can pray for leaders. We can pray and ask for corporate repentance. We can do that in a group. We can do that corporately, and we can do that individually. We should do all three. But I find most of the time people aren't willing to do that. They don't have time. They don't have this. They don't have that. They, there's every excuse in the world. They don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. 
Well, that's not going to stop me. (laughs) Because if God asked you to do something, you should do it, right? So I'm just going to take a moment right now. Take a moment right now. And those verses in Ezekiel very clearly speaks to our nation. Our nation is unclean. Now, there's a lot of Christians that live in this nation, but there's also a, a lot of wickedness and evil. And that's because the church has left. They've left certain spheres. They've left. They went and hid in a corner. We're to proclaim the gospel message. We're to proclaim righteousness and we're to stand up for truth, not shake in fear. Fear comes from the enemy. And I'm telling you right now, I will pray. I will pray. I will pray for our nation. I will pray for the good of the land that I live in. I will pray for leaders. And I'll pray for revival and restoration of this land. God's not done with America. Not at all. But he's taken us through a really hard pruning process. It's really difficult. And the wheat and the weeds grow up together. So we're going to stop right now. I'm just going to pray. And I encourage you to pray as you're led. And I also remember what I said. Every Christian should pray and we should all pray for the nation. I mean, the Bible commands us to pray for leaders and kings and those in in authority. So everyone should pray, right? But I also encourage you, whatever God has asked you to do, and if you don't know, get on your knees and ask him, what has God called you to do? Because when Christians start doing what God has commanded them to do, the nation will change in the name of Jesus Christ. Holy God, Father of all, Lord of heaven and earth, you are Lord and King of this nation. And you know all things. You know the iniquity and the things that happen in dark places. And you know how to wipe it clean. You know how to raise up righteous leaders to do your will and your work. And I pray you would send your angel armies to the spheres of authority in government and in business and in entertainment and in the media, Jesus Christ, and we would see righteousness reign, the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and you would revisit this nation again with revival, with reformation, and with everything built upon your word, Jesus Christ. God, I ask you would give Christians in this nation the backbone to stand up for the truth, Jesus Christ. You would show us how to be a Daniel and those that have gone before us that stood in the gap, that stood in the breach, oh God, that would not back down to evil and paganism and things that are not of you. They would stand in the gap. They would pray. They would intercede. They would speak forth the truth to kings and those in authority, to those on the street. And your gospel would go out to this nation and we would see a reformation like we've never seen before, oh God. Because you're good. You're good, oh God. And you love this nation. And I pray for those in high places that have stolen the goodness of God and are doing works of iniquity are removed in the name of Jesus Christ or they are washed 
and cleansed and come back to the ways of God, Lord Jesus Christ. Restore this nation, Jesus Christ, from the top to the middle to the bottom. Oh, Lord God, wash us clean by your blood. Let us operate from the highest to the lowest in your principles, oh God. The principles you have put in your word of righteousness for your throne. Oh my goodness, your throne, oh God, is built upon justice and righteousness as your word proclaims. I give this day and this year to you, oh God, for you to reform, for you to restore, and for you to wash us clean. Forgive the iniquity of those in authority. Forgive, oh God, and restore us again. I ask all these things, Jesus Christ, in the name and the power and by the blood and the authority of Jesus Christ. Amen. Whatever God has asked you to do, go and do it. Amen.